Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So we touched on this yesterday. Some pretty big changes announced by the Miss America organization that's really going to fundamentally alter the very nature of their competition. Now, if you miss it, I want to play a little bit here. This was uh, Gretchen Carlson, chair of the Miss America Organization Board of Trustees, speaking with uh, Good Morning America on ABC. We are no longer a pageant. We are a competition. We will no longer judge our candidates on their outward physical appearance. That's huge. That's huge. And that means that we will no longer have a swimsuit competition. And that is official as of September 9th when we have our competition in Atlantic City. We'll also be revamping our evening gown um, competition phase as well. And so we're no longer judging women when they come out in their chosen attire, their evening wear. Whatever they choose to do, it's going to be what comes out of their mouth Mm. that we're interested in when they talk about their social impact initiative. Okay, so essentially Miss America is saying that it's not going to be a competition about looks. It is going to be a competition but a different kind of competition, moving away from being a pageant to a competition. And these, all of these other aspects, though, have been a big part of these events for some time. So I, I don't think we should uh, sell other competitors short for what they brought to the table in competing in these events. But sure, does the idea of a beauty pageant, does the idea of having women on stage and judging them solely by their looks, in particular how they look in a swimsuit, is that an outdated concept in 2018? What do we make of these changes, and how should it affect our perception uh, of these other events? Well, I I alluded to this yesterday, and I said I think it would be really valuable to hear from somebody who's competed and excelled in these events. And I know our next guest has some thoughts on on some of this. I'm very pleased to welcome the program. And I think what's been a pretty important day for her, former Miss Universe Canada, Sierra Berchel, joins us. Uh, Sierra, thanks so much for joining us here. Thanks for having me. Uh, And I just think congratulations in order. You had your law school convocation today, didn't you? Yes, I did. I just had my lunch with my family, so yes, it was lovely. Well, again, congratulations. I'm glad you can make some time for us here today. Oh, thank you. Um, Before we talk about what what Miss America is doing and what they're changing, Mm -hmm. just what it meant to you to to be crowned Mm -hmm. Miss Universe Canada, what what you took as uh, the value of being in that position and, Mm -hmm. and what it meant to you? Sure. Well, I was the girl who... I mean, to start, I'm 5'8", 140 pounds, and I was the girl who was told was chubby, fat, overweight. People were telling me that I did not have a body that would be suitable for the Miss Universe stage, and I proved those people wrong and placed in the top nine at Miss Universe, and that was because I had a voice for other young women who felt as though they didn't fit in. I used that platform, that advocacy, for something that was inclusive, and for me, what I find interesting about this whole thing is that there really is more than judging the girls on the stage and all the behind the scenes, the interviews, the working with the volunteers and stuff throughout the actual competitions. That's what people don't see on TV. And that's why sometimes we get surprised when they announce the top 16, the top 10 and the winner, because all the judging or all the choosing of the winner, it, it does happen behind the scenes. It's not just what we see on that stage on TV. Well, talk a bit more about, you know, some of, some of that, those body-shaming issues you dealt with because this was a big story just over a year ago. And, and you know, you mm-hmm. felt it was important to, to get out there and say enough is enough, uh, that, mm-hmm. that, you know, th- this is having an impact on, on, on all kinds of young women. What, what was it, though, you, that you mm-hmm. were dealing with? Well, what I found powerful about the whole thing is that there were all these people who were criticizing my body and, and the shape of my body. And there were 
overwhelmingly more people, more young women, women of all ages who are messaging me saying, hey, I was so excited and proud to see you on that stage because you look like me. You look like someone that I can identify with. And so that's what I think is really powerful about something like the swimsuit competition. Maybe they don't want to judge it on, say, the swimsuit body, but more so showing the world that, hey, here's these women who have enough confidence to be in front of a crowd of thousands of people. So maybe that would give the confidence for a woman who didn't feel comfortable even going to the beach in a bikini. Maybe that, seeing that woman on stage would give her that confidence to do something that she didn't necessarily feel comfortable with. So in terms of what it means to be Miss Universe Canada, you don't see Mm -hmm. it as we've given you this title because we've decided Mm -hmm. you're the most attractive female in the country, right? not at all. And Right, and that's what I find so interesting about this is that I almost feel like they're saying that that's what it's been judged on for all this time, where I find the, the way that I have excelled anyhow is through the interview process, through my community involvement, and that's been what has helped me excel in these competitions so it's those behind the scenes things that don't just happen on stage and so i feel like them changing the 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 competition the way they have and the way they have has almost been a way of saying oh yeah we have been judging the girls solely based on their looks this entire time which i have never seen it that way and that's not why i entered these competitions to begin with right now bear with me for a moment because i want people to hear some of this and this is off the miss universe canada webpage, just so people understand some of your own background Uh, that you're the co-founder and co-owner of Watered Down Apparel, which uh, provides 30 days of clean water for every item sold in countries like Kenya, Ghana, Ethiopia, Haiti. You've uh, been involved with Free the Children, the Canadian Red Cross, SOS Children's uh, Villages. You're a recipient of the Queen's Diamond Jubilee Medal, the Peter Mansbridge Youth Leadership Award, the Red Cross Young Humanitarian Award, Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, in addition to being a a, a law student, now a successful law student. So that that all mattered, right? That was all part of, of... Mm -hmm. this competition absolutely and so that's what i find a little bit frustrating about this is that there's just so much behind the scenes um and let alone the competition itself the people that i've been so fortunate to meet when i went to miss universe i met 85 different girls from 85 countries which is pretty phenomenal because you don't get opportunities like that all the time so the things that happen behind the scenes the connections the experiences those are the greatest things that we take away as competitors in these competitions and yet outsiders, I guess, look and just see that, that stage show that's on stage um, on TV. And so there's certainly so much more to it. And so it's it's a, a, tough, a tough one for me. Yeah. Well, and, and mm-hmm. I, I guess then the fact that Miss America says they want to emphasize those aspects, that's a positive. Does it seem like an overreaction at all, though, to, say, for an example, eliminate the swimsuit competition? Well, I think if they wanted to eliminate that aspect of showing off women i suppose in bikinis or or in less clothing i think that they could have changed something to maybe uh baiting suits of the women's choice with the option of having like cover-ups or something like that because i mean we all go to the beach and that's just something that happens in real life so yes it's kind of showcasing on a stage but like i told you i've had so many people who have said wow that you had that courage to be on that stage in front of all those people gave me the courage to go to the beach in the swimsuit um, that I normally would have I would have just not gone to the beach because yeah. I didn't have that confidence. So I think it's those kind of things we don't think about and we, we quickly jump to the judging the women for wearing a bikini. Well, and like you say, I mean, you certainly got judged uh, and you had to face mm-hmm. some, some pretty uh, awful feedback from, from, from people. I mean, even though you went through that, w- would you do it all again? Absolutely, absolutely, because it all made me a stronger person. And 
from all of that, the impact that I have been able to have without even knowing I'd be able to has been amazing. Yesterday, I spoke at four different schools in Saskatoon. Tomorrow, I speak at three. And I talk all about self-confidence, self-esteem, cyberbullying. And I, I speak to people from all ages of 12-year-olds up to women of all ages at a women's breakfast. And everyone can identify with that sense of not feeling good enough if, if it's comparing themselves to uh, women in advertisements or if it's men who feel like they need to have a certain body to be manly. We've all had those um, issues of self-doubt, whether we're in pageants or not. And so it's something really powerful that we can all identify with. So for me, it's it's been wonderful in a way I would have never expected. Yeah, that's an interesting way to look mm-hmm. at it. I mean, it, it can be empowering then, I think, the way you describe mm-hmm. it. Maybe the concern, though, is that these organizations or the you know, producers of these broadcasts, that they only want a certain kind of, of body shape on stage. Right, absolutely, and that is definitely a concern. And so I think, if anything, there could be a, a change in focus on the types of girls that they're choosing as their title holders. But I think when we do look at the history of the Miss America, Miss USA, Miss Universe, every single title holder is so incredibly diverse. So it's, I think, it's, the more that one knows about it, the more it's like, okay, well, maybe they have been doing it. It just hasn't been showcased in the way that it could have been. So for those who think these kinds of events are outdated and don't have a place in today's society, that if we got rid of all of these events, there's a lot more we'd be losing, you think? Uh, sorry, what do you mean by the last part? That we'd be... Well, if we didn't have these anywhere, if we didn't have Miss yeah. America, we didn't have you know Miss Universe Canada and these other events, that that, that would be a, a negative, do you think? Yeah, well, and I mean, there seems to be thousands and thousands of viewers, millions actually around the world who tune into these events, so there is obviously an interest, and like I told you, the greatest thing I think for me is as a person who has been a participant is the opportunities that come for some of these women is amazing. At 16 years old, I had the opportunity to speak in front of 16,000 people at the We Days in Vancouver and Toronto. And I got to travel to Kenya and build a school through the children. And those would have never come to me had I not competed in Miss Teen Saskatchewan and then Miss Teen Canada. So it's I think it goes beyond the the competition itself and the opportunities provided, the networking skills, the interview skills. There's so much that I would have never otherwise been exposed to had I not participated in these pageants or competitions. Yeah, and I think you've laid out mm-hmm. a really interesting roadmap to, to achieving success in these events. What kind of advice then do you, do you give to, to young women? For young women, my biggest advice always is to believe in yourself, to love yourself for who you are, and to know that the most important person to look up to, to love, to be better for every single day is that person looking back at you in the mirror. Yeah, well said. Well, Sierra, congratulations uh, once again, and um, thank Thank you so much for making some time for us here today. Really appreciate your input on this. Thank you. I appreciate it. Take care. All the best. You take care. Uh, That is uh, Sierra Berchel as of today, a uh, successful law student, convocation today. So big day for her, former Miss Universe Canada. So uh, as you know, we read to to you the the list of uh, many of her accomplishments and what she's done as a relatively young person, and she's twenty five now, if I'm not mistaken. So it wasn't just about getting up on stage and saying I'm the prettiest, give me the title. But as she said, it's about much more than that. And even for her to to win that event in Canada, to go on to represent Canada, to finish ninth in the Miss Universe pageant. And not being a conventional, as she says, uh, swimsuit body, but proudly owning that and going on stage and, and dealing with the trolls after the fact. A uh, story here from, uh, let's see, this was, when was January of last year, so about a year and a half ago. 
says the body shaming began last June after she won Miss Universe Canada in Toronto. She says the criticism was mostly on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Bearshell said, quote, I had just run my first marathon, so I was fit. I was in shape. And all the comments after I won were that I was fat and overweight. There were some people who said, oh, my gosh, is she pregnant? It was just unbelievable. People close to her urged her to lose weight. They told her she had everything it took to win the title, and the only thing standing in the way was her body. My body was the problem I had to fix, apparently. I'm a law student. I ran a marathon. I've done work in my community, and that's the stuff people are saying. It's a little frustrating. But then it just gave me a bigger platform to say, this is not okay. So that's the kind of pushback that's needed because those are probably a lot of the attitudes that are still prevalent within these pageant communities. And if that's what it's about, then maybe we should just, you know, dismantle the whole thing. But she says she's living proof that it's not or that it doesn't have to be. So I think that's, that's an interesting message. 974-8255 is our number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.